my opposer when I want freedom. You my opposer when I want justice. You my opposer when I want equality. Want me to go somewhere and fight for you? You won't even stand up for me right here in America. Oh, like the NBA. NBA. So yeah, the NBA, they, they ain't playing no defense. No D, no D. No, no, no hand checking. At all. <laughs> no, no chest, no fouls, no flagrant fouls, none of that. Boy, they just like, scoring the score. Look like us up and down uh, at the wreck. Oh, they make shots. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, man. We make our shots, we block shots, all that, dog. Yeah, I'm playing. Yeah. Nah, they really not playing no defense though. Like we still got games in the. 130s, 140s in regulation. Like, what's like? Towards the end of the season, bro. Right? Literally the last games, bro. The and last you was, couple games. That's actually funny that you said that. Because they talked about it the other, the, the other night. It was like, you know, towards the end of the season, like, especially with teams like the Hornets, the, the Pistons, stuff like that, you, you should be able to want to, regardless of what team you are, you want to lock down defense towards the end of the season because that you're getting ready for playoff basketball. And playoff basketball is not going to be one if you let the team score 140 points, okay? Not one score last night, bro. It was like 10 games on last night. Not one score ended with both teams under 100 points. Yeah, but, you look at the Oklahoma City game against Minnesota, 132 yes. to 126. Guess, guess what lot. this game about, though? What is this game about, about Alex? Getting buckets. It's always and will forever <laughs> be about getting buckets. All right, Uncle Drew. <laughs> <laughs> this game will always and forever be No, it for sure is, yeah, though. It's, it's definitely yeah, more. At a certain time, no, but 149 to 113, <laughs> now that's terrible. That's awful. Like, bro. You, see what I'm, you see what he mean? You see what he mean? Bro, bro it's like, like four teams last night that was over 130 points. The Warriors, the Pelicans. Which the Kings is right there. They was at 129. All this is all this is regulation, y'all. The so Rockets, yeah. the yeah, Mavs, nah. and the uh, Grizzlies, 129, 127. But the thing, Thunder, the thing 136, the, 120. Like, like, come on now. But the thing about all this is like the evolution of basketball and the evolution of scoring and getting buckets. You know, like because in the, in the day and age when when Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and all of them was playing against um, the bad boys of Detroit and playing against Charles Barkley and stuff like that. Is it those, you know, like during that time while there was great players and there was great games going on, the the television wasn't like how it is now. We didn't have 4K TVs. We didn't have having the NBA having these deals with ABC and TNT and ESPN. ESPN wasn't as prominent as it is now. So like what we got to think of is like how far we come as basketball is like, you know, that we able to see all 30, all, all 30 teams, stuff like that, and having, having these big deals and stuff like that. Do I think it's bad though? I think it is bad for basketball. The defense is being, you know, like you you're not making it to the to the next level if you just like, oh, he's an amazing defender as a guard. You're making you're making it to the next level if you're the center and a power forward who's six nine and seven foot and seven foot two blocking shots. Yeah, that's different. But if you a guard really sitting down and you five foot eleven, it's hard for you to make it to this next level. But then what I'm saying, we gotta look at it as like the growth of basketball and the growth of the exposure, like with social media. And then these on contracts that we got with ABC, TNT, and ESPN and stuff like that. That's my spiel. <laughs> yeah, but then you said we also talk about the best hoopers in the world, though, too. Like, who's to say? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they not trying out there. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. you know what I'm saying? Like, like they trying hard to yeah. check James Harden. No, that's for hard. real, though. They is hard, uh, sweating. I think it was famous, <laughs> bro. Famous, Woo, he's like, keep scoring. <laughs> Famous Los is like, how many players do you know that can come down and literally give it to any player in the league <laughs> easily? No, for real. Can e easily score one on one on any player. Wait a minute. Like, like, putting, players, like, putting up, like putting like up like from that. seven feet from behind and a three point line. Like, here we go. It's at least 30 players in the league, bro, that can just go get a bucket at any time. Like, on any player, like on any defender. Exactly. Yeah. 
And that's the, that's the low end. That's the low end yeah, of it. You know what I'm saying? You're absolutely 30, right. It can be yeah, like correct. possibly 40, we can name 40, 50, 50 players yeah. that's like. But how many players? How many players in that final ten seconds can stop somebody? I'm about to say my yeah, thing is. Yeah, I'm about to right say there. I just feel like, like okay, yeah, I just yeah, feel like I just feel like everybody's leaning towards. They want like everybody just want the that big three or they want that big one or two like everybody just playing through one or two people like yeah. versus back then everybody played through a team. You went and got Dennis Rodman not because he could score because he played defense. He right, got rebounds. Right. He was a hustler. You went and got somebody like Reggie Miller because he could two, shoot. Though. Like everybody on the starting five played their role. Not everybody on the starting five just out there to get buckets. I mean, if you look, yeah. look at the Bulls though, <laughs> yeah. I mean everybody. Jordan played his role and everybody else helped out. They looking for um nowadays they looking for what versatility. Yeah. yeah. And positionless players. Like yeah. players that can do everything. Can't even make the league. Like you you can't dribble the, the ball up the, the court. Six, the six nah. nine like the, a team full of Texas Tech players. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what we need. That's, that's what we're looking for. Like, that's what we're looking for. But they not making it to the next level. That can run and jump and shoot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, when you when you look at when you look at some of these uh, final you know final results in these contests, like you said. The, Pelicans 133 to 139 like that's way too many points between those two teams those are two those are two ball clubs who will not make the post I don't even think AD playing right now and I don't think he played like the last couple games nah he threw they're just walking. As far as I'm concerned, they're just walking up and down the up and down the court, just shooting, shooting, yeah, turning the ball. Yeah, bro, into like the fourth nobody. quarter, when someone decides, okay, well, somebody has to win today. Yeah, 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 no, here's a problem when Elver Payton got 26 points. He first of all, he can't even shoot a shoot a uh, shoot a three point like I can. He can't shoot a jump shot like I can. And I ain't even in the league, man. Who can? Like, like, I can. Who can? 25 50, baby. Who I'm you? Mr. Magic out here. <laughs> who this man? Oh, no, why, um, I just watched the Kobe uh, 60 points. He was uh, he was 22 for 50. Okay, I'm better than yeah, Kobe. That's all you said. No, I was just like, yeah. He was 24%. And then, then went, like, the whole time I was watching it and they were showing, like, his little thing going up, I'm like, uh, you know, so I was thinking about that conversation. We had the, the 25 out of 50. 25, 50, <laughs> a lot harder than what I think it is. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Man. Let me get a bottle of Patronium. I bet you I go. This is beyond me. 10 for 50. <laughs> to each his own. But, like, no, I don't really, I ain't really know, you know what I'm saying, too many who. Like too many players that actually put up 50 that shots. shots. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at I'm like, wow, Kobe, he climbing up there. You know I'm like, he actually <laughs> No, shot you already shots. know Kobe going to get the mugs up. That's a team <laughs> surrounded by Kobe. And y'all going to do y'all job. If y'all not, then y'all fired. So, Man. yeah, I mean, if you look at it, what, if you if you look at last night's, like, box score for each, for each game, only three teams were in the 90s. If you look, the Pacers were in the 90s. The Pistons were in the 90s. In Cleveland. Now, all and three of those teams, you know, are, are lacking, you know, some form of talent of some but sort. that's crazy because I'm the type of man, you're not going to score on me and you're not going to keep scoring on me. That, that's how I feel, too. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, I don't, I don't that, care how. Honestly, that's like, how I feel, too. I'm going to do my thing, but you're not going to keep scoring on me, bro. That's why the James Harden thing are really, like, it'll really bother me. Bro, like, I might. <laughs> no, I'll I, I, I fight James Harden, bro. And then, like, <laughs> no, no, you got five. James Six fouls. You got five players on that bench that you know not getting like that, you got out of a three out. game series. If you drop you 30 points each of them three games, you got to see me at the end of the season. We, we throwing hands, no, bro. for real. Then the thing, the thing that bothered me about people, <laughs> parking lot, the bro. thing that bothered me about people like James Harden and Steph Curry is like, you know, they got in the gym range. So, why half court aren't you checking them? Like full court, like 94 yeah, no, feet. Like, the whole way. And I ain't saying you got to check them hard, but just enough that you like, okay, if he pull up, I'm at least right there. Yes. No, James Harden coming up seven feet away from three point. Yeah, hey. Steph, Steph Curry at half court. 
Hey, folks know what they... No, he not. Folks, he not. He got, he got contact lenses, people, now. He got contact lenses now. He couldn't see before. He couldn't see before? It's about, it's about hey. I think it's the real. Players like that just throw... Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, ain't it? Gosh, bro. So my man's bro. out here. You know, <laughs> you know what the, the analogy they said, bro? Still putting that thing in the room. The analogy they said... I think that's the real. The analogy they said was it's like adding that's a scope to a funny. gun. <laughs> yeah, no. That's like adding a scope to a gun. Like, what? <laughs> Wow. You thought you, you thought you was accurate eyes. before. <laughs> you thought he, you and thought then he, he, and then he wanted to get contact lenses ten, ten, ten games before the playoffs start. Hey, it was crazy oh, you though. Childish. The game that he, the first game he had them boys in, he went one for nine from the three. Oh really? <laughs> the first game. He was adjusted. Yeah. The second game, she just was flashed with for forty. Hey, that boy, the rim was a little too close for him. He had to back up a little bit. <laughs> He ain't, figured, he ain't figured out the last point. So let me pull up a three-quarters court. He, he just used oh, that okay. game as a, as a little test trial. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, the defense, I, mean, I hope it, it, it's, a, it's a lot better playoff in the time. playoff, come playoff time. I could finally like, play 2K again. My <laughs> <laughs> bad. I ain't mean to cut you up. <laughs> but, no, uh, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. All the players will be back, so that's good. You picking up what I'm putting yeah, down? Yeah, I was all, yeah, all the players will be back. So, no, that's absolutely good. All the injuries and stuff, they won't matter. So, yeah, that's good for those who play NBA 2K. Uh, before we conclude this, though, but, like, I want to shout out to my man, Dwayne Wade, though. Been a long-time fan, one of my favorite players. That's the conclusion of an era, man. Uh, shout out to him. I'm glad and you said that. Paul let's talk Pierce. about that. Let's, yeah, about let's, that. let's talk about that for a second. Over the weekend, somebody said something that was completely blasphemous. Paul <laughs> Pierce. <laughs> but I, I get where he's coming from. You know what I'm saying? As a Hooper, ain't no Hooper really going to just be like, I think you know, so it was kind of blew out of proportion because basically they put the segment up there. You know what I'm saying? So they kind of railroaded him into the conversation, first of all. Which they do a lot with Paul Pierce. They be on they, his Yeah, head. they do it a lot. You know what I'm saying? They, like they use him to compare, you know what I'm saying, to other great players and stuff. And he but up here. ways to be politically correct out here. But he got to defend himself. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, it ain't no Hooper. Man, yeah, yeah ain't man, no Hooper right. who actually played at that. You know what I'm saying? At the high, you know what I'm saying? He played at the highest level. You know what I'm saying? He won championship. You know what I'm saying? A championship. Played, played against him too. You know. So it's like it's kind of hard to make the man just be like, oh no, you said Dwayne Wade had a better career than me. But you know, so I think like Gabrielle Union and all them like they blew it all out of proportion. They're, like talking about a black man tearing down another black man. Oh no, yeah, it was never that big. But if you want to look at it ultimately, and when you never you have you have one you have one goal basketball. No, for real. But you have one goal when you get to NBA. To win a championship, Dwayne Wade got three. Regardless of who helped him out, whatever, whatever, whatever you want to say about it, yeah. he has three championships. Got one my first, only thing with the yeah, my no, only thing with Paul yeah, Pierce, bro. Shaq, my only thing with Paul still Pierce. Still one, of my, still one of my favorite players, but I'm just saying, I'm still, you know, he got three. Paul Pierce got one. Then in the boo boo. Uh, um, <laughs> me and Jay, shout out to Jay. Shout out Jay. Uh, yeah, me and Jay discussed this earlier. Like, we was talking about, you know what I'm saying, like, Dwayne Wade, he actually has a period, like, you know what I'm saying, 05, 06 season to actually where he was, you can, you know what I'm saying, some people consider him as the best the best player in the league at that time. Yeah, because it was, you know what I'm saying, fighting for it. And he on top of the all. Yeah, this is my house. This is my house. If that ain't make you a D-Wade fan, I don't know what should. 
you know what I'm saying? And I think like all the great players, you know what I'm saying, that we look at as the great players, you know what I'm saying, to, to come through the NBA, I think they all have that, you know what I'm saying? Like at least that under their belt, like a time where, you know what I'm Someone saying? Considered them, the considered them the best, you know what I'm saying, right. of all time, you exactly. know what I'm saying? Or like in the league at a time and Paul Pierce, yeah, not really, you yeah, know what I'm saying? No, we just, we, really, we, we knew he was great, but he we, was never, good, we right. never was he like, was great, but he oh, never the was the, the best player in the NBA. Yeah, me and my eyes, he been old since he entered the league. Yeah, but I say his thing, my thing is he is old, like he came in a long time ago, like back when Kobe and Nomad came in. But yeah, what, what, 98? Yeah, Paul Pierce came yeah. in 98 draft. Yeah, so he was always like he was always good, but my thing, he never was like his team was never championship contenders until he came, he got he collabed with like Ray and Allen. That's what and all he said. Yeah, that's what Yeah, and that's what that's what I think that's what all the, I, I think that's why like what overshadows like his his career and everything. Like he had a great career, he but he just didn't do nothing until the back end, and then as soon as they did something. Everything. It was that was it. Yeah, that was the peak. That was, yeah, that was it. That was the peak. Man, even even if that peak was the, towards the back of his career, like it, like I don't know, like Paul Pierce is great, and I would never take that away from him. But at the same time, it's like you know, like you just wasn't that on your own. Yeah. You just wasn't weighed. Like, like, and he, no, you wasn't. And he, 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 he digs himself in that hole too sometimes because he do be like acting like he he more than what he was. Yeah. You know? No, Wade was getting triple team, quadruple team, and still going to the hole. It, he couldn't shoot. Couldn't shoot, but was still yeah, putting up buckets. Yeah, he's a shooting guard that can't shoot threes. And it don't matter. Don't, <laughs> he's don't you ever disrespect him. No, no he's, yeah, he's a shooting guard that can't shoot threes, and yeah, he's the top three shooting guard of this of this generation. Exactly. Of, like, of all time. Like, of all time, no. So definitely, you know, we hope that, you know, Miami Heat can make the playoffs. What, uh, we hope the Pistons can kinda make the playoffs. Kind of don't, though. Kind of don't, though. Kind of want, want the Pistons to make it. And that be that, you know. I love, I love Wade and all that. But you had your time in the sun. Like let Detroit finally make it back to the promise. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. <laughs> the Oscars. Uh, so, uh, the Oscars. Did, did y'all see this? Oh, Orlando, that's lit. They made when he threw his headband into the stands and they, oh, threw, they it threw it back. back. <laughs> nah, I went to your page saw that though. Nah, <laughs> uh, he caught that would too. never happen to D Wade. D Wade could throw, <laughs> nah, yeah. D Wade could throw his his underwear in the stands. They gonna keep. Uh, him. See, you listen. All right. Dwayne <laughs> Wade, he had look. Dwayne Wade got his farewell tour. What you know? What did they say? You ain't Kobe. I love you like that, Paul Pierce. So, you know, I'm but then it, it's just the type of person, the type of people that was while they was in the league, though. You know, like Paul Pierce was like, and, and that's one of the things why he's one of the players that I, that I like too, though, because he was he was grimy, man. He was. I don't care about you. I'm coming out here to beat you. You know, D Wade after the game, like within them 40 minutes, whatever, whatever. You know, it's you ain't my friend. But after the words, you know, Paul hey, Pierce gonna walk off the court like, whatever, bro. You know, we just battled out. Hey, man. God bless. Y'all gonna let me talk this on this empty second? <laughs> no, no, no. We not looking at that. Yes, yes, Malik. I know, but no. Right. Now, while we talking about NBA, though, while we talking about NBA, shout out shout out to big homie D-Lo from Ohio State, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, Out, yeah, out yeah, in the Nets, sure. you know, out there doing his thing. Shout out D-Lo. He got ice in his veins. Oh, ice yeah. in his veins. Go ahead and get that, man. Most improved, all that. So, so with that being said, nope. Bug, huh? who better? Who gonna be better in the end of their career? Who you talking about, D-Lonzo? Uh, yeah. I already knew you was <laughs> I already knew it. Lonzo. Lonzo Ball, for sure. I'm gonna I'm 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 disagree with you on that, but even though you're my main man. Hey, um, shout out to my man's book, Birthday on Wednesday. Hey! Woohoo! Aries Gang! We lit. <laughs> it's lit. It's definitely gonna be lit. And, uh, lastly, Shout out Kyle Corver. I see you got that up there. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. Shout out Kyle Corver, man, for um saying what needs to be said. You know what I'm saying? We've been beating a dead horse. 
for explain that situation. Explain the explain years. why you brought up Kyle Culver. Explain that uh, situation to the um. I, I actually I haven't like got around to reading the Players Tribune article, but from what it looks like, um, he wrote a Players Tribune um segment or piece or whatever we want to call it. Um talking about his privilege, you know what I'm saying? Him living in privilege and how, you know what I'm saying, he's finally, like, you know what I'm saying, realizing it, you know what I mean? Probably from, you know what I'm saying, being teammates with Brian, you know what I'm saying, who's like one of the social justice warriors, you know what I'm saying, we got out here on the front line, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, shout out to Kyle Corver for, you know what I'm saying, putting that out there, you know what I'm saying, and voicing, you know what I'm saying, his thoughts on that subject. Exactly, I mean, um, me, last night me and, Takes me, a lot of courage. me and Zach had an opportunity to talk about, like, um, things like this and the fact of, like, People with privilege, uh, I won't sing out any race or whatever, <laughs> but people with privilege, you know, not knowing their privilege and that making them a part of the problem versus a solution to the problem. Because it's like, you know, like, yeah, while you might not be openly calling me out of my name and um, derogatory marks and all that, you know, like, but if you're just sitting back there and letting all that fly by as if, like, you know, it doesn't mean anything and you're a part of the problem. So for Kyle Corbett to sit there and acknowledge his his privilege and then sit there and be like, you know, him actively every day trying to fight that privilege and being able to be a, a social justice warrior like LeBron, you know, like that means a lot, you know, like coming from where we are because, you know, like we don't have a lot of people or outside of our race who are openly fighting for us and openly admit that, you know, like just because my privilege doesn't mean that I won't fight for you. And... To give it further details regarding Kyle Corver in the Players Tribune, it was just one of the two incidents, two of the incidents that he kind of detailed on was the first incident with uh, Thabo Selfalosha in the, uh, the New York club incident, him being oh, in, yeah. in, the, in the club in 2015 and him being arrested and just, you know, the police brutality that, that took place with that arrest, you know, him, uh, Thabo Selfalosha being targeted, you know, as a black man by law enforcement in New York. And, you know, one of the first things that Kyle Culver thought, his thought process was, was that why was Tabo Cephalosha actually at the club, at the club. Uh, you know what I'm saying, during the back-to-back? <clears throat> Excuse me. As opposed to what actually happened, happened, you know, right. uh, Cephalosha. So that, he talks about that a little bit in the piece. And then I'm just going to quote here. He says, what I'm realizing is no matter how passionately I commit to being an ally and no matter how I'm unwavering my support is for the NBA and the WNBA players of color, I'm still in this conversation from the privileged perspective of opting into it, which of course means that on the flip side, I could just easily opt out of it. Every day I'm given that choice and I'm granted that privilege based on the color of my skin. Now, again, Kyle Culver, a 15-year um, vet, NBA veteran, now playing for the Utah Jazz. Um, he is now a, a current teammate of uh, Tabo Cephalosha. And so, you know, they're very close. Uh, he's able, he, Kyle Culver and uh, Cephalosha actually each had an opportunity to get, to get to know each other during their times in Atlanta, you know. And so just to hear these words, you know, from a player in the NBA, a league that's 75% you know, black or people of color, um, it says a lot, right, Malik? I'm sorry, I was reading. Uh, no, I mean, just so, yeah, exactly. So just, you know, just get your thoughts on the Kyle Culver situation, you know, uh, on just on where he stands with uh, his privilege today. Well, from what I read so far, I didn't really get too deep into it, but from what you were saying, from what Alex was saying, and like the general consensus and what I got from it, we do need more people like him to step up and like, 
make that make it aware you feel me because like a lot of people they're really ignorant to the facts and a lot of times like they may say something to say oh it's a joke but it don't seem like no joke it's really not meant to be a joke you feel me it's meant to, it's meant to be harmful it's meant to be derogatory and they they take those things as jokes like we talking about the redskins like people walk around here saying redskins not knowing that's a derogatory term and everything absolutely but if we were more self-aware of our actions and everything then we wouldn't we probably wouldn't say Redskins. We probably wouldn't have a team called the Redskins. Same thing with the R word. I'm just saying so everybody know what it is. Retarded. We say oh, retarded is a, a bad word. We know that. But now that we're more conscious about it, we've stopped saying it so often. Same thing with race. Like, the more conscious like that, that like Jamar said, the, the uh, minor, that, or that majority group is, the more conscious they are of the minority group, then we can get past all the race, racism and all that stuff. And unfortunately, <laughs> I feel like it happens in schools. Like we teach, I, like racism and everything, slavery and all that is a good part of our culture that we need to know. But unfortunately, like that, I feel like that's breeding more, 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 and more racism right. in the schools and everything. Because we constantly teaching it, constantly teaching. It's constantly part of our history. Like, and then we got movies coming out about it, and all these other books coming out about racism and slavery and all that stuff. And like, I get it. We want to teach it. But it's kind of like we can't ignore they just, it though, they bro. just keep reminding us of the hate and all the and all the things that we've been through. And I ain't saying we forget about it. I'm just saying why do we gotta be keep reminded of, reminded of it? You feel me? Why do we gotta be reminded of Is it? That, uh, why do we gotta Why do we got a Black History Month for? Like why do we got a Black History Month? We only celebrating Black History for a month out of the twelve months. The two other the other eleven months of that we've been here, it don't matter. And I agree. I agree with you on the on the Black History effect, and I, I agree with you totally. I just I would just think that like as far as like with the constant reminder of racism and stuff like that, it's 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 not. I wouldn't. I don't look at it I, for my, for myself. I don't look at it as a constant reminder. I constantly like, I look at it as like you know like if I don't know about it, if I if I don't know wrong, then there's no way that I can do right. Let me put it this way. I think it's good for our people, but it's bad for them because it's teaching them racism. It's not. It's teaching us togetherness, it's teaching but it's teaching them. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, like it's teaching us black togetherness. Folks came over as slaves, and you know what I'm saying they should be. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's teaching us togetherness more, you know as black people, but it's teaching them hate and it's teaching them the old way of things and how things ought to be. You feel me? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then that conversation also goes back to like how we how we hate. we also had this conversation earlier in one of the podcasts about like the microscope that you know what I'm saying black athletes is under and like how he said like that's unfair to uh Thabo Savalosha is like mm-hmm. oh why is he at the club you know what I'm saying or in back to back you know what I'm saying that's unfair for him to you know what I'm saying for his mind that like you know what I'm saying he called it out like you know what I'm saying for his mind to automatically go to that um, you know what I'm saying after this man has been harassed you, are, you automatically put oh, that so person in the wrong right. you know what I'm saying so yeah. it's like black athletes is under you know what I'm saying a, 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 you know what I'm saying a, a thinner you know what I'm saying I don't even know like a microscope to yeah. where like you know what I'm saying we have to be perfect all the time you know what I'm saying as black men period not even athletes but black men period we always have to be you know what I'm saying perfect even us you know what I'm saying being in this 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 you know what I'm saying this ed- this institution of higher education you know what I mean it's like they still look at us as like um, products of affirmative action, you know what I'm saying? Even yeah. though some of our test scores actually, you know what I'm saying, blow, yeah. you know what I'm saying, you know yeah. what I'm saying, can blow theirs out of the water. But, exactly. But, you know what I'm saying, the superiority mindset, you know what I'm saying, and the thinking is always like, oh, you know what I'm saying, so why, you know what I'm saying, why are you at the club anyways, you know what I'm saying, you shouldn't be at the club, you know what I'm saying, we, right. black no, men can't go to the because club, it, it, you know what I mean? Like, it ain't, it ain't, is he okay, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, it's not, is he okay, why are you at the club? Why are you at the club? Because at the end of the day, he wouldn't have thought that about another one of his 
white teammates. You yeah, know? one of his peers, and he would have been like, you know what I'm saying? And, and then, World War Three. No, exactly, exactly. The and then, and then, Call like, my lawyer. like <laughs> piggy, piggybacking off what y'all saying right now, I had a chance to um, to read like a a, a small, small, um, snippet, a small yeah. snippet of about like black on black crime, and it's like there's no such thing. And it's like and when I seen it, I was like, I was like, oh, well, what does that mean? Like there is, like you know, if a black person commits another crime, a black person that's crime, right? It's like, well, no. Like, you know, like, because there's no such like thing condition. as white on white crime. There's no such thing as Asian on Asian crime. There's no such thing as Mexican on Mexican, Hispanic or Hispanic, you know, whatever you want to call it. What, not, not whatever you want to call it, but Mexican on Mexican or Hispanic on Hispanic. You know, there's no such thing as those crimes. Because when you say that, when you say black on black crime, it's, it's a, it's a learn to the fact, it's a learn, it's a learn to a light that's saying that black people are more, you know, like more criminal than everybody else. When it's, that's not the fact, you know, it's just, it got something to do with it. You know, like, well, if we, or if it's the community of all black people, Condition. of course it's gonna be. Just, of course, if I rob somebody, it's gonna be a black person because we're in the same community. Yeah, you know, like yeah. that's just how it happens to it's be. Circumstantial, right. yeah. You know, but that's just that's just that's just the condition that we've been in in America. Like we're conditioned to think this way. We're conditioned, and then it's great that people like Kyle Corver are starting to like break out of that mind, that prison mind, that prison of that of their mind to be like, okay, I shouldn't be thinking of like why was he there instead of just thinking like, oh, that's my that's a that's another person in the league that I should care about. What's going on? Like, why? Like, what's you know? What's the problem here? Yeah, no, no yeah. Instead of thinking, like, instead of, oh well, what what was he doing there? Like, no, that doesn't even matter. It's like you know, the same thing. It's like if I'm shot in my neighborhood, don't ask me why I was there. Ask why I was, you know, like what 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 was the what happened? You know, like don't don't say like well why was Jamar even there? Like that doesn't even matter. The problem is that somebody lost their life. Somebody there was a problem there. It's the same thing with Nipsey. It's like. Why was he there? You know, it's there's no it's no yeah, thing like that. Related. It doesn't yeah, and it, because he was a crip yeah, that was gang related, it doesn't matter if he was a crip. He still was still another person shot at the end of the day. Like let's take away color and all that. It was another another life lost. You know, somebody that that really, you know, that was really educating about uplifting uplifting other humans, man. It's crazy. If you look at that uh the LeBron, the LeBron, you know the LeBron post when he was like the 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 death of Nipsey Hussle was like, you know what I'm saying, a tragic American history. Oh man, if you look under the comments on that, all the anonymous bots under there spewing hate. Oh my gosh, that's crazy, man. That's tough. It's like crazy. The, the, the things that these people. But if that was, but if that was Donald Trump that died, that'd Trump. have been a that would have been a national boy. Look. <laughs> Whatever it would have been for y'all, it would have been a national holiday for me because I've been turning up. All right, I'm going to be honest with y'all today. That's my that's my moment right there. So uh, another thing I want to just touch on real quick with the Kyle Cover um, piece, some more words that he was uh, able to say was that, I don't think I have all the answers yet, but here are the ones that are starting to ring the most true. I have to continue to educate myself on the history of racism in America. I have to listen. I'll say it again because it's that important. I have to listen. I have to support leaders who see racial justice as fundamental, as something that's at the heart of nearly every major issue in our country today. And I have to support policies that do the same. I know that as a white man, I have, I have to hold my fellow white men accountable. We all have to hold each other accountable. We, and we all have to be held accountable, period not just for our own actions, but also for the ways that our inactions can create a safe space for toxic behavior. That was in the Players' Tribune, courtesy of Kyle Cole. <coughs> Your reaction to that, Mr. Jamar? It's all facts, man. It's all facts? It's all factuals. Why do you believe so? Because, um, 
like you said, if, if you ignore the problem, you're just a part of it. You know what I'm saying? You, um, I can't even think of the word I'm looking for right now, but like instead of condemning it, you like, um, you know what I'm saying? You basically condoning. 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 Yeah, there you go. Condoning. Accessory to the situation. It's like you just condoning it if you just turn a blind ear to it, you know what I'm saying? Or a blind eye or whatever, you know what I mean? And like you say, you got to continue, you know what I'm saying, to educate himself. Like we said, because most of the time, like Jamar was saying, like most of the time, the history books, you know what I'm saying? Bam, slavery. You know what I'm saying? Bam. Jim Crow. Jim Crow. Bam. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Let oh, happy, oh, happy, oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Like, like, no, we're not going to talk about everything. We're not going to talk about everything between it go yeah it goes slavery jim crow martin luther king you know what i'm saying and then it's like boom it's gone you know what as saying? if as if everything's okay right now. like it's all good Not you know what i mean that, all that stuff wasn't one 200 years ago 300 years ago it was about 50 50 60 now but no got ancestors in no times you feel me nah, like, for real though it, yeah, it, yeah it's recent yeah no, me, me and zach recent. me and zach had, had the long conversation last night about it and stuff like that and things that i didn't i didn't think about you know like um, little little insight about me and Zach. Like on um, sixth grade, I got introduced to a more um, Caucasian atmosphere. Um, I went to a, a more predominantly white um, middle school that was a high school as well. Um, Zach ended up going to ninth grade, going to Nouvelle, which is a predominantly white um, high school in Saginaw. So like we had this conversation about you know like about having white peers and white friends that you know like we think are cool people, you know, and, and aren't racist at all. But you gotta look at it as like, if you are, st- if you are, if you are speaking up about my problem and standing up for me, then you're about the problem. So like, and I, and I, and I definitely agree with Zach now, you know, like last night, like we had a debate about it and stuff like that, but like I see more of what he's talking about now, because you know, like if you aren't gonna fight for me, then you're basically fighting against me, you know? And then like what I, what I said about what I said earlier, you know, like, you know, it, Racism is still alive and well well today, you know, so we can't sit here and act like it's a problem that was solved in the history books because history is just doesn't know what happened. You know, it doesn't mean it was an end of end of what, what happened in the past. Like it's still happening right. today, you know, like you can look in you can look at politics today and say there's still a, a a problem, you know. Just like we got, you know what I'm saying, grand grandmothers and granddads that lived through Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's also you know what I'm saying we also have our you know what I'm saying, our white counterparts who have also have granddads and you know what I'm saying? Grandfathers who actually exactly. contributed, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying, actively, you know what I'm saying? Was a part, was of, a Jim, part of it, you know what, you know what I'm saying? Accepting so, Jim Crow. Accepting it, you feel me? So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like basically we trying to bridge together two generations, you know what I mean? To, you know what I'm saying? To, to which is, you know what I'm saying? It's, it, I don't know. It's yes. getting better. You know what I mean? I ain't going to say, you know what I'm saying? We can lose hope for the world or whatever, but um, vote. Make sure you get out <laughs> get out and vote. <laughs> I got election. two things. One thing, I feel y'all, because I feel like, I'm going to just go ahead and say it, white folks, if I'm in a room with 10 white folks, or nine pe- white folks, and it's 10 of us, and it's nine of them, one of me, and the KKK came in there shooting, or the police came in there shooting, or whatever happened, guess who's safe? The guess nine. Who, guess who's not safe? <laughs> the, the nine individuals. Whether they're Absolutely. my friends, whether they're my family members, whether I've known them my whole life, they don't know that. They just see one black man and nine other white folks. And that's my that's my attitude towards a lot of things. I ain't saying I'm racist. I ain't saying I, I don't like white people, none of that. I'm just saying you can say you with me all you want, but if the, everything, if a revolution was to go down today, yeah. it don't matter whose side you on, like you safe. Because yeah. yeah. at the end at the, at the, at the, at the, at the end of it, you know at the end that you wasn't born like us, you weren't made like us, you know, like, <laughs> and, you know, like, and, 
you know, you can thank God for that and, and everything, but at the end of the day, you know, like, you don't feel the way I feel. You know, like, if I'm riding the car with one other white person and the police get, get behind me, I'm still sweating, I'm still hot, you know, while they just cool, calm, and collect, because they don't, they haven't been, been raised and, and trained to think like that, you know, so... At the end of the day, take, if you take one thing away from this podcast, you know, like, be a part of the solution, not part of the problem. And like Michael Max, I think it was Michael Max that said this, uh, if you stab me nine inches in my back and pull it out six, that's not progress. If you pull the knife all the way out, that's not progress. Progress is going is going ahead and healing that wound and getting making it better, you feel me? All that other stuff, that's not, that's not progress. Just because I'm helping you pull the knife out, that don't mean I still ain't stab you. Exactly. It ain't it ain't it ain't an apology until I try to fix what I what I have broken. You feel me? On that note, wow! I wasn't even expecting this to go the way it went in like the direction, but I love it. Go crazy! You know, yeah, absolutely. Um, if you have not checked out the piece by the Players Tribune by Kyle Culver, uh, please go and check that out. It is titled "Privilege." It's by Kyle Culver. He's basically just reflecting on how he was unaware of his white privilege and how he's now going to hold himself accountable to call out racism in America. And so on that note, this has been The Rundown. I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, RIP uh, Nipsey Hussle. Um, definitely a happy retirement to Dwayne Wade. Um, gentlemen, say goodbye to the people. Uh, congratulations to Baylor and their women's uh, their women's championship for, for uh, college basketball. Uh, just a phenomenal job and a stellar season for that program. Only losing one game the entire season. I'll let the people know who you are. It's your boy Al Boogie signing out. Marty Martinus. Thank Lee Hustle, you know what it is. And that concludes the Rundown Podcast. You my poser when I want freedom. You my poser when I want justice. You my poser when I want equality. Want me to go somewhere and fight for you? You won't even stand up for me right here in America. So.